horror has always been socially conscious. There's always been the genre of the ousted monster, the final girl, the home to the homeless. It's always been the place where the misunderstood could find a platform to find understanding. Coming up, we're visiting the Nope experience at Universal Studios Hollywood and discussing the film's impact on the Halloween industry. Welcome to the show. I'm Philip. On the Haunted Trash Network podcast, we bring the haunt industry to you every weekday. We have news, education, and on-location coverage from Halloween experiences around the world. Whether you're a professional or enthusiast, each episode helps you better prepare for Halloween. And speaking of preparing for Halloween, if you want us to feature your haunt in our annual Hauntathon, applications are open through Friday. You can apply at hauntathon.info. The link is in our show notes. Okay, for the first time in a long time, Universal Studios Hollywood has added a section to the studio tour. Jupiter's Claim is the actual set from the new movie, Nope, and it was added to the studio tour to correspond with the movie's debut. Today, we're joined by Horribus founder Norm Gibney to discuss both the film and the in-person immersive horror event that Universal put on to launch the film. I'm also mixing in pieces of audio taken on location during the immersive event, so you'll hear that as well. Here we go. Let's start off with, if you can give us a little bit of background, what is Nope? Okay, well, Nope is the third film from writer-director Jordan Peele. His first big movie was Get Out, for which he was nominated Best Director, and he actually won Best Original Screenplay. He really shook things up and made a name for himself. Let's talk a little bit about what you thought of of the of the movie without giving the spoilers, film. but yeah. Yeah, of course. Nope is definitely a Jordan Peele film. It is socially conscious. It is steeped in film knowledge. It is beautifully constructed as far as a plot. The characters show moments of true sincerity and honesty and frankness. He has a knack for creating characters that are very down to earth. Mm. So with that, we have the setup where a, a, a low key brother and a, an outspoken high energy younger sister are left with their family's ranch in California that supplies horses to the film industry Mm. okay and their next door neighbor is a child star who has built a local theme park from his childhood tv star success you have you know rural neighbors and then they both of them start to see weird things at night up in the skies and there you go that's the start of it you mentioned down-to-earth characters. Tell me, why is that important in horror specifically? Oh, my God. You need to be able to relate to people in horror films. Mm-hmm. You must connect with them in order to identify with what they're going through. You need to be able to connect somehow, but it is so often forgotten in the horror genre. And these characters are funny. They, mm-hmm. they crack the jokes you would crack at a movie, and they are just thoroughly relatable you just you immediately connect with them i think that in this particular type of horror it is essential Mm -hmm. because what jordan peele's technique is 
he makes you connect with the characters. There mm-hmm. are other types of horror that are obtuse, like David Lynch type stuff, that want to make you uncomfortable. But Jordan Peele's technique is to disarm you and really make you feel connected mm-hmm. and think, oh my God, what would I do in this situation? That kind of segues into the other thing I wanted to ask about, which was the socially conscious portion of that. Well, honestly, horror has always been socially conscious. Mm. It has always been the genre of the underdog. It has always been the genre of the ousted monster, the final girl, the home to the homeless. It's always been the place where the misunderstood could find a platform to find understanding. So to be a socially conscious horror film is 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 not necessarily groundbreaking, but the way that Jordan Peele approaches it is very forward. It's honestly, it's refreshing. In this particular film, Nope, the movie explores representation, like it, it, themes of representation, of okay. the exploitation of animals, of the use of animals in film, simply just the experience of being in the film industry. Well, of course, the reason that we're talking about this is because there was a, an experience that we both went to there for the opening of Note, but a, a larger context here, of course, the popular horror culture that is in movies does kind of directly impact the kind of Halloween ecosystem, as I like to call it, and it directly impacts what haunted houses do, not just because they're part of the ecosystem, but also because the guests are bringing in these experiences when they come to haunts. So it, you get it kind of from both directions. And mm-hmm. this one is especially interesting because Universal Pictures, of course, has a set and they they put the set at Universal Studios Hollywood and made it part of an attraction. And then they also partnered with JFI Productions to create a physical experience. Here we had the kind of the blending of so many different mediums. We had the theme park medium, we had immersive, we had film. And what we got to experience was kind of a blending of all of those. Now, obviously, there's the movie that we just spoke about. But then there is the set that Mm -hmm. you and I got to walk around through. And that was the actual production set. After they finished shooting it in Agua Dulce, California, they they transported it to a spot along the tram route with, where the tram could physically drive through it. They took that set, they plopped it down into a section of the studio tour, and they have all kinds of sound effects and you know things going on. So that's cool that you know theme park guests are going to be able to see the actual set. And the actual sounds, and you know, the pro- even the props, right down to the props. But what we got to experience was something pretty darn special. Let's talk a little bit about that experience. The night that we were there was all about social media and all about you know mm-hmm. Instagramable posts and reels and things like that. And it was it was constructed to deliver a complete social media blitz, and it it did that initially we were dropped off in the wisteria lane section for just a bite and some drinks or whatever but then there was a smaller tram that took us up further closer to where the fall closer to falls lake where that big backdrop is and where fast and furious is and then we were dropped off there 
to the set of Jupiter's Claim. Jupiter's Claim is set of the tiny little theme park that the child star built. So mm. we get there, and JFI Productions, who is known for Creep and the Willows, they populated this immersive set and sound effects that were provided by the theme park and by this movie studio. They, they put actors in it that were walking around acting as if they were working at a tiny theme park and mm -hmm. getting us to play little games and getting us to take pictures down a well and giving us, you know, coins. I mean, like, mm -hmm. they were giving us these tasks to go around and enjoy and get prizes and pictures and all this stuff with. What is a pretty girl like you doing here? Oh my goodness. Can you believe it? I can't. You just passing through? Oh, just passing through. Got myself some cotton candy. You got any jangle yet? I sure do. But I'm always willing to take more. Well, you better play some games. Where? Come on, let's go. Come on. And every so often, there would be the show moment where we would hear this bizarre creaking, knocking noise, and the power would go out, and the actors would all start screaming, and they were basically acting like they were seeing something in the sky. And mm -hmm. after seeing the film, I can I know exactly what they were looking at. What's going on? What? Are you guys okay? I'm fine. So it was it was kind of cool. Well, that kind of brings me to the last section here for this discussion, which is really about trends. From your perspective, I'm wondering what you think about what this all says about trends. With regards haunt experience, I think that immersive experiences are pretty established. I would say that, yeah. They've been working, around for quite a while now. Yeah, working them into a theme park environment is difficult because with theme parks, there's yeah, throughput. It's the throughput, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, they have to have that. So as far as film experiences, I mean, these are, these are wonderful activations. As, as long as social media still has a power, then we're going to see these activations. These and this was only one night. This was yeah. only one night, and they you know, employed theatrical producers and immersive talent, immersive producers to hopefully make some sort of a, a mark on social media. Now, as far as the theme park goes, this is the first time that a movie has opened the same day as a studio tour attraction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that's what makes this particular edition unique. There's such an interesting change going on along the studio tour because it's an iconic attraction. There's nothing else like it in the entire world. But at the same time, you know, the gimmicks they were using in order to make it interesting year round are aging. King Kong 
you know, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, that was that was really cool. The first couple of years it was open, still to to this day, my favorite thing is Earthquake, which opened like mid eighty six, I think. But that was a that's a, still a practical set, and it's you know all these live effects and everything like that. Jaws is still there. That's a practical thing. And then Fast and Furious, they attempted to use a mix of practical and, you know, screen elements. But it's really interesting to see how these different gimmicks evolve. Well, uh, we had a lovely time here at uh, Jupiter's Claim. And sure, I thank you for the hospitality and for, you know, the, the jangle. The shirts, the yeah. pictures, oh, but there was a there was a really weird thing that happened where it was like the the power went out and there were some um, things that I like. You know, uh, I think that was just a, uh, uh, some kind of storm front came from from the east or something. I, I wouldn't think it's much. No, it's peculiar weather. We're having peculiar weather. Yeah, I'll, you'll be all right though. Okay. 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 All right. I think it's happening again. Oh God. David, Claire, it's happening again. Okay, that's it for today. We'll catch you back here tomorrow. We do have a full video walkthrough version of the Nope experience that you can watch on our social media or on our YouTube page. I'll put the link in the show notes. If you're interested in doing an event like this with your haunt or with the spaces at your haunt or things like that, it might be helpful to see the video and watch how the actors interact with the guests. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Support for this episode comes from Gantam Lighting and Controls. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. We release a free weekly industry newsletter. Sign up on our website or at the link in our show notes. The Haunted Attraction Network team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Maximus Bryant. Our partner stations include A Scott in the Dark, Scare Track, The Scare Factor, and Haunt Topic Radio. Finally, please, please, please rate and subscribe to our show wherever you're listening. And until next time, haunters, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.